Welcome to the Show Up and Surrender podcast, where we invite you to show up for yourself and surrender to whatever you find there. Join us for honest and open conversations about how we practice showing up and surrendering in our daily lives. Marcella is an applied psychologist with a passion for being the imperfect example of how to live wholeheartedly. She helps others reconnect to their own emotions and thoughts to become a more whole and connected person, you know, instead of just a walking, talking head. Biddy is a yoga teacher who is fascinated by the mind-body connection and conscious movement. When you bring these things together, you create the yummiest blend. And she uses all this to help people find what it is they need to feel the best they can. We started Show Up and Surrender because when we work together, we create things that inspire us. By sharing our conversations, we hope that they will inspire you too. So we had our topic list. And one of the topics we wanted to talk about was small changes. And I remember putting it on our list after I had a talk with Marika from your other project, Circle van Veerkracht, or Circle of Resilience. And I was, uh, it's so fun, because in the Dutch version, I talked to you. And in the English version, I got to talk to Marika. And part of resilience for me is, well, it, it wasn't always like this, but it became my strategy to make small changes to keep myself um, sane, for one, <laughs> <laughs> but also to make sure that I don't take on too much at a time. Because I used to be this dive in 100% without thinking in everything that I did, which I, I still like. It's still something that is tempting for me to do. Like, oh yes, I love this. I'm now going to put <laughs> all my energy there. But I'm also learning that when you put all your energy in one thing, that has to come from somewhere. So small changes is something that I've been working with a lot. And uh, what's interesting is that it's continuously hard mm -hmm. to, it feels almost like I'm putting myself on a leash sometimes. But I was hoping to talk to you about it and see how you think about it. And if you, are fam not familiar. Are you familiar with change, Marcel? <laughs> <laughs> mm, no, never heard of it. <laughs> well, it's a good thing we're doing this podcast. <laughs> oh, it's warm when we're recording this, right? Maybe yeah. it's good to say that we yeah. have very, very spacey brains at the moment. Yep. But how do you approach change in your life? If you, if you know that you want to change something, do you go all in? Do you dive just both feet all at once into it or do you go for the small changes it's actually a good question because i think i have both in me um meaning that i'm someone who if i'm like you said if i'm really enthusiastic about something or if i have an idea that i really like and i can deep dive i can say yes i want to do this and go for it and have lots of energy and change something or make something but um there's also changes that especially changes that other people make mm. that i need a long time to adjust to and i live with someone who is addicted to change <laughs> or growth my my partner boyfriend meno is really someone who loves to change and get better and see what works better 
and even changes things before deciding <laughs> it or to tell tell talk about it with me. Um, so then I need more time to cope with <laughs> what that means for me. Um, but if I want to make a change myself, hmm, I I think it's hard. <laughs> I find it really really hard to. And we all know this, right? Sometimes you have an idea of, mm, I would like to be more active. Mm -hmm. That's something I usually have. Or I want to... Uh, another change that I, I'm trying to make the last couple of months is sit down while I eat. Do ah. nothing else but eat. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> so not working. Uh, I can talk with other people. That's fine. But... Um, not not working especially um so when i do these small changes it it feels nice when i accomplish it or when i do it but there's then of course also days where i still not yet do it mm -hmm. because change needs or or something you want to change needs i believe there's there's different approaches to this 30 or 90 days consecutive days so they have to be yeah. You cannot skip one day, then you have to start all over again. Before it's really a habit. Yeah. And I almost never get to the 90 or 30 days. Um, yeah. So I feel like I'm always trying to change things. And the, I'm... I, well, talking about this, how, to, how do I do this? I try to be okay with that it's not yet a habit. And that I can also be a little bit more flexible that if in... After 60 days, but not consecutive, I, I think, hmm, well, maybe I don't want to change this anymore, that I let it go and not try to... I think 60 days is actually quite long to give yourself to stick with something. Yeah, I guess I'm someone who tries stuff for a long time and yeah. thinks I should still try to do it <laughs> for a long time, <laughs> even if it doesn't work or yeah. I need something else. Is this it's, it's, recognizable? Yeah. yeah, it is. Especially, like, you have all these... They call, I, I hate the word challenges, but they're usually <laughs> called challenges, yeah. right? Yeah. So, And I think I've seen a lot with working with 21 days, even saying that 21 days should yeah. be enough to create a habit. The thing that I struggle with is that usually those things take up quite a lot of time. Especially when it's... I, of course, what I see is a lot of the yoga challenges. And there's not a lot of yoga... I'm trying to find another word, but there is not another word, is there, for those things. Not a lot of these challenges have a set amount of time per day. And what I can do per day, it's very different because I have days where I teach three classes. Then I yeah. don't want to also have to do a one-hour yoga class myself. I yeah. want to not do yoga in my time that I'm not teaching. So that's where I found that, okay, if I want to create habits, I really need to do the small things. So what I've been doing lately, and I've been slacking a little bit, <laughs> which is interesting as well, but I've been using the Pomodori technique because Ellie, who we talked to in our previous episode, and I were thinking of ways that we could work together studying. And one of the things we talked about but decided not to use was the Pomodori technique. And if you don't know it, we'll put a link uh, everywhere. You can yeah. Google it, but basically you set a timer for 20 minutes where you really focus on just that one thing that you want to do, and then you take a five-minute break. 
after three or four sessions, you can do a 15 minute break or however you decide to, to um, schedule this. And what I've been doing is using that to relax because I tend to get caught up in what I'm doing and then I will build a whole new website <laughs> without moving away from my computer for seven hours if I'm yeah. not careful. If there's no one else at home who says, hey, Biddy, you want to eat? I won't <laughs> think about food because I get tunnel vision. Yeah. So setting that timer and then taking a five-minute break, which in this case was also a, a, like a little bit of a revelation for me because I would think five minutes rest means, oh, you got to relax and sit down. But if you've been stationary behind your computer, of course, that's not going to feel ha happy for your body. So I started dancing. I made a playlist of music uh, with songs that I like to dance to. Pomodori Ringer goes. I put it on shuffle and I dance for one song and then I go back. And that made such a big difference on so many levels that I wasn't expecting where I found out like, okay, if I actually take these breaks, the work goes faster, which of course my brain knew that if you take yeah. breaks, then your productivity actually goes up. Usually I had more creativity and I also was just, I think a more pleasant person to be around <laughs> probably I'm guessing. And I only can do that because it's small breaks. If I tell myself you have to take a half yeah. hour break, yeah. then I'm just going to, my head's going to no, I can't do cramp this. up. Yeah. yeah, exactly. There's it's, not enough time for this. Yeah, yeah. I cannot do that. I, I need to finish this now. And when it's five minutes or 15 minutes every now and then, that works. So that's been working for me. But that said, I haven't done it in the past week. I've been working a lot the past week because I needed to make new schedules and stuff and I completely forgot. Yeah. I just yeah. did not remember. So even when you think you've created a habit, apparently <laughs> it's quite easy to lose it. Mm. Is that familiar for you as well? Oh yeah, there, there are a few things that come up when I listen to you. First of all, yeah, I, I noticed that when the situation changes or my environment changes, then I kind of have to start all over again. Yes. to find a new rhythm to find a new balance between so as you know i've started with with the circle of resilience uh, this year i started with our podcast this year i have still have my own clients so that's the same and i also started working more and more with this other company uh, strauk and kemper which is <laughs> two uh, friends of mine who we work in um, in education with um and because that whole schedule changed so much and the things I do every now and then or every week I had to start all over again with making new habits and then the other thing that came up for me was um, asking for help or asking for mm. accountability buddies because we use each other a lot for that yeah and uh, last this week last week I started a new new habit small change habit or big change, basically, because it's I'm trying not to plan more than one thing a day. And by one thing, you mean? Uh, well, that's a good question, <laughs> because <laughs> what I actually mean mm -hmm. is one appointment. Okay. But if I have a day where I coach, I sometimes have two or three uh, people I talk exactly. to. If I would only do one appointment a day, I would be planning into 2025, I yes. guess. <laughs> Or, but what, so that's what I notice, even though that's 
the challenge I gave myself and I found accountable or Marika actually gave it to me the, mm-hmm. the circle of resilience a buddy I have um but I I asked a few people that I talk to regularly can you please help me to remind me of that yeah and what I noticed by trying out this new change small change or yeah it sounds like a big change because it's from five different appointment appointments a day to one is <laughs> quite a big change yeah. But what I notice is I'm not getting there, but what I am focusing on is do I really want to say yes to this appointment or do I want to kind of uh, push forward the moment where I decide? So I look more closely to do I really want to put this in my agenda on this day and is it really worth spending my time or if I think, yes, it might be worth spending my time, do I already want to, want to schedule it in or do I want to kind of put it in with pencil, you know, like not mm-hmm. set, set it, but think about it so I can kind of follow my own flow more. So it's the challenge I don't really keep up with because it's really, really, really hard to just do one yeah. appointment a day. Even though I think it started because I really, really needed that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the outcome is different, but also gives me a lot of rest and gives, allows me to kind of, yeah, follow my own rhythm because that changes. We've been talking about this a, a couple of times as well. Some weeks I have a lot of energy and I can do five appointments a day, but there's also weeks where one is more than enough a day. So then I can kind of flow with that yeah i think also maybe the the word small does not describe it well because (laughs) obviously it's it's a big change that you're trying to do but you're focusing on one thing yeah so i think maybe what we mean more by small changes is not thinking i'm not happy with how i'm doing things now i'm going to do everything differently yeah i'm gonna radically change my whole life exactly so it's more like picking one thing that you're going to try to change and then you're going to see you're actually going to see the effect of it yeah. because you only change one thing. So you'll exactly know why something is changing. Yeah. But also it's easier to focus on just one thing at a time instead of, you know, quitting all jobs. And yeah. Choosing yeah. a new career path. Yeah, so I can do just one Buying a new day. house. Yeah. yeah. So I don't want to say no to all these things exactly. I do because I like them. Yeah. But it's better to have a balance in my week where I don't switch from one project to another and back in three hours (laughs) and then end up feeling exhausted because I don't know what to how to (laughs) catch up basically and I think what what I'm hearing as well is that by choosing that one thing to to try and change is what it's doing is bringing awareness and consciousness to your planning process yeah which I think is a big win because we're so used to just looking for the empty spots in your mm-hmm. calendar and thinking, oh yeah, no, I can there's, do it there. There's, yeah. there's, there's two hours here yeah. that are not yeah. allocated, so they're yeah. yours. Yeah. yeah, and it even goes to talking to friends. I'm, I have a lot of friends and I all love them, and I wish I could see them all every week, but that's not, it's even possible. Yeah. So if I look at, yeah, there's a free spot, I can fit you in there, then I totally ignore that I might also need time for myself, or I might not feel 
I have already three other people I see that week, so it's, it's too much if I kind of zoom out a little bit. So yeah. that's what it helps me with. Yeah. Hmm. I, I think we have to revisit this in a few months and yeah. see how it's going. Yeah. Actually, that'd be yeah. interesting. Really interesting. Because I need this. I needed this as a reminder to start using my Pomodori timer again. Because hmm. yeah, it, it's it's hard to create habits, but if they work, then how do you hold on to them? I would like yeah. to hear if anyone has any thoughts about that. So let us know if yeah. you have any experience with small changes, or maybe you prefer big changes and want to tell <laughs> us about that. I'd love to hear that as well. And we'll put some links uh, on the website. Yep. And we'll be back very soon. Before we go, we have a special announcement. This September, we are hosting our very first Show Up and Surrender weekend retreat. And we are inviting you for two and a half days in a beautiful forest location in the Netherlands. And we would love it if you would join us. So send us an email at hello at showupandsurrender.com so you can be the first to know the details of our retreat. You can already mark your calendars for September 17, 18, and 19. Thank you for listening to Show Up and Surrender, hosted by Marcella and Vidi. We hope you enjoyed listening. Make sure to follow us wherever it is you listen to your podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe. If you really like us and want to give us some love, write us a review. At showupandsurrender.com, you can find information about us and also any links that we may have promised you in this episode. To stay in touch with us, please follow us on Instagram or send an email to hello at showupandsurrender.com. We'll be back with another episode soon.